This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. Join Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. Want some water before we start? I'm all right. Thanks. Okay, man. Uh, thank you. That's very nice of you. <laughs> okay, I this. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, the, the show hasn't started yet, and we already have two stories that we can't say in the air. Plus, <laughs> there'll be major laws. And they've already become a running gag. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Before before we turn the mic on. Right, right. (laughs) One is one of my favorite stories in the history of show business. Uh, Yes. (laughs) We'll be on the director's cut. Yeah, right, that's fine. And one has to do with former guests. I'm not going to say anything else. The only clue we'll give you, it's not Treat Williams. Yeah. Was it Bill Macy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a great Bill Macy story. Oh, okay. Okay. The, the, the guy from Maud? Do you yes, want to do an yes, intro yes, or yes, no? You yes, he's going to do an intro. You want to tell oh, people okay. who's on I'll the give show? You the Bill oh, Macy. Okay. <laughs> it's Hardy Lang. Okay. okay. Uh, this is Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. Good night. <laughs> this is the last show ever. And I'm here with my co host. Frank Santopadre. What's up, Frank? Hi, all right. How you doing, pal? Hi, pal. Good to see you. Is that is that timer on your phone the time of me and Gilbert's career? <laughs> and my own. Time left. <laughs> time left 59 minutes. It's, yeah. It's like it's the hourglass like in The Wizard of Oz. Shooting around like the space shuttle. <laughs> going by that quick. <laughs> it's been a great ride. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, uh, our guest this week <laughs> is back for visit number three. <laughs> yeah. And um, and we couldn't believe he made it here. <laughs> I consider for old time's sake not showing up. Yes. <laughs> we were having a discussion. Do you really think he'll be <laughs> You lost that bet. (laughs) I somehow offended Anthony Cumia. (laughs) They said, Art, you're too out of control for the Anthony Cumia show. Oh, (laughs) jeez. It's like getting kicked out of a clan meeting. (laughs) Which I've done, by the way. 
All right, try to get through it, Gil. Go ahead, Gil. Oh, good. <laughs> Everything's fine. He, we got 53 minutes left. He's an actor, radio personality, <laughs> podcaster, <laughs> best-selling author. It's true. And one of the most popular and beloved stand-up comedians in the world. You've seen him in feature films like The Bachelor, Lost and Found, <laughs> Old School, Elf, and Dirty Work. Yeah. And in, t- in TV shows... Mad TV. That's the what's the show you're doing when you shit in your bed. That way, yeah. When I was a pig, I dressed like a pig. I, I have a pig nose now, ironically enough. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I, well, I was dressed like in a sketch called Babe Watch. Yes, I was Babe the Pig in Baywatch, and uh, I was dressed like a pig, and I did cocaine through the pig nose and shit my bed at a, a motel. <laughs> We like yeah. to tuck that story right in the middle of the intro. Now, yeah. now I, I, Alan King has a similar story. Yeah. <laughs> I believe he does. <laughs> Mayor Whittingham. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's her go-to story. Oh, Lord. When what she other podcast the- has mentioned Mayor Whittingham <laughs> ever? <laughs> Mayor Winningham's the the technology that created podcasts started long after her career was far away. <laughs> no podcast has ever said Mayor Winningham. <laughs> 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 it started up there with Joe Franklin. <laughs> we had him here, believe it or oh, not. That's fantastic. Now <laughs> I think we killed him. I, I spoke to what was it? What's what's his name? Uh uh um uh Orlando uh, Jones. Yeah, Orlando yeah. Jones. Orlando Jones. Okay. Yeah. And he said he was in the hotel room. Uh well you. no, that was in Vegas. <laughs> so you I shit my bet. I yeah, I got a hooker and uh I, a hooker I, I <laughs> a hooker literally fucked the shit out of me. <laughs> Uh, this hooker was on top. I got a hooker. I'm sorry, Frank. That's all right. <laughs> Speaking of Mayor Winningham. There's a segue. Oh, you St. Oh, Elmo's fire fan. So, so uh, no, I, 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 I got this. I got this whore who was like kind of overweight. <laughs> And she was on top, and she kept riding me. And I, 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 I had all this cocaine and Mexican food, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which is a great combination if you want to get lightheaded. And I, I and so she was riding me, and uh, yeah. she, uh, I, I chip my, I shit myself <laughs> while she was riding me. <laughs> she said, "Dazzle an extra fifty bucks." <laughs> I, the, the greatest. So, so, so that's that story. And Orlando was in the uh, other. Okay. Yeah, he was actually was a double bed. Oh, okay. like Ricky and Lucy. <laughs> Orlando and I could be on the same bed unless one of us had one foot on the floor. Uh, yeah, so that that that's one of the more embarrassing. Good, good guy, Orlando. By Orlando way. Jones yes, was my roommate. He was my roommate uh, in uh, and- in L.A. And because this is a show business show, yeah. do you think that it same is? thing? Do you, do you think that same story ever happened to Spencer Tracy? <laughs> Once when Catherine, Catherine Hepburn was a little heavy. <laughs> Mine was also an African queen. <laughs> He's quick. Uh, 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 Spencer, you old poop. <laughs> 
Spencer, you old poop. <laughs> Are you going to try to get through the rest oh, of that? By the way, it looks, like, it, it looks like Catherine Hepburn <laughs> took some Ritalin and cut your hair. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Michael J. Fox shaved you. <laughs> that doesn't try to sound special. Spencer, did you have some cocaine and a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> He walks miles to get that haircut, yeah. Eddie. Yeah, oh Chinatown. Yeah, he walks miles to get everywhere. <laughs> Gilbert walked to Montreal to the festival. <laughs> okay. I'm sure people know who's here now. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Artie's alike. <laughs> yeah. We're going to plug the books and everything, Artie. That's fantastic. No, no, I, I think a lot of people right now are listening and going, is that Diane Weist? <laughs> First of all, a lot of people are not listening. That's the first lie. Diane Weist. <laughs> Second of all, yeah. Wow. I think I had a Diane Weist infection once. <laughs> I've got a Weist infection. <laughs> a Diane Weist infection. <laughs> It comes from doing two Woody Allen movies. <laughs> Do you have a question to ask this man? No. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Welcome back, Artie. Thank you. That was a great introduction. <laughs> he didn't get through. <laughs> I, I, I immediately want to uh, trademark the term Diane Weist infection. <laughs> this was part of your intro. Welcome back to the show. A yeah. man who has a small child who uh, who has a small child was tossed into Frankie Valley's dressing room. That's right, Artie Lang. That's right. My father. Uh, we were at the. It was when Frankie Valley's career was in the shitter, and uh, <laughs> much like mine and Gilbert's. <laughs> it was when his clock was ticking. And we were in Wildwood, New Jersey, 1969. I was two years old. My father found out what uh, that he was in the same hotel as us. And threw one of my toys in an open hotel room that was his. And he walks in, he sees Frankie Valley has me like singing Sherry to me on the on the sink, shaving, which was, you know. It's a sweet story. Because your parents were trying to get Frankie Valley tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, it's yeah, in the book. It's in the first they had book. Dinner with him and everything. Yeah. yeah. The picture with me, <laughs> now, Frankie Valley. Yeah, Frank, the picture's great. Yeah. It's Frankie Valley. Every yeah. shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> And when, Big when, girls don't shit. And when when it was coming out, did he go? Ah! <laughs> I can see him. I can see. I can take the night off. Big girls don't shit. This is great. I'm gonna go in the booth and join Darren Frank. <laughs> yeah, I did want to say before it gets completely out. I never saw out Frankie of Valley shit himself. <laughs> The book, the the Too Fat to Fish book is very sweet. There's a lot yes, of great stories absolutely. about your mom and pop in yep. there. And people should buy it and read it to see another it's side of you. It's been out for 12 years. <laughs> I know, but what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can move some old books. Absolutely. No, I it, uh, I, I say uh, I've written three books, and I say them much. Uh, it's the same like with Godfather uh, 1, 2, and 3. If you buy all three of those DVDs, it's perfect for a party because you could watch 1 and 2 and do coke off of 3. <laughs> <laughs> You could say the same for my books. There's also the great bank teller story in, yeah, the, in that yeah. first book. I, I, uh, I, I got arrested for attempted bank robbery when I was 17, which is a rite of passage when you're Italian in North Jersey. <laughs> 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 yeah, say, give me the money, say. Well, it was from a Woody Allen from Take the Money and Run. I was trying to be funny. Oh, yeah. It says you have a gub, yeah. and that's gun. 
app natural. <laughs> I wrote a note to a teller who was cute, and she pressed the silent alarm. The cops came. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah, I got arrested for attempted bank robbery. <laughs> and, my, and, yeah. and didn't you think in the story you said that you said, I have a gun, put the money in the bag, yeah, the f- and then you sign your name. I signed my name. <laughs> to thank you for your cooperation, Artie Lang Jr. <laughs> I don't want them to think it was my dad. <laughs> yeah, the first line was, I have a gun. <laughs> and a judge read that back to me in the courtroom for like an hour. Mister, In front of all these juvenile delinquents in the courtroom, like in juvenile court, you... Uh, Mm-hmm. You can, you know, the rest of the courtroom hears your shit. So uh, he goes, Mr. Lang, let me read something to you. I have a gun. <laughs> Put $50,000 into a bag. <laughs> she went to give me the money. And, Didn't uh, the SWAT team show up at the house of the girl you were I, seeing? Well, the girl, my yeah. girlfriend yeah. Uh, at the time was 18. I was 17. And she had an account at the bank. I didn't. So right after we left, the whole SWAT team showed up at her house. Christ, yeah, a good yeah. story. That ruins a relationship. <laughs> Has that happened with you and Daria? <laughs> <laughs> it's Zanies. They want the money back. Mammy. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's an old book, but full of good stories. Absolutely. Yeah, too fat Absolutely. to fish. Absolutely. We'll plug it. Thank you very much. Of course. I like a guest who brings his own notes, Artie. Well, no, I had a couple of uh, I had a couple of jokes that I I, I wanted to share with Gilbert because okay uh, th- these these are well these aren't really jokes they're just things I got like he had a lot of Twitter outrage in his life yeah so I wanted to share some of my Twitter outrage oh great okay you know the show Mixedish yeah sure okay it's about a biracial family I pitched a show this got a, this got me a death threat on Twitter I pitched a show about a biracial brain dead family called Mixed Vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a, woman, a woman told me her son was brain dead I said then don't tell her the joke <laughs> a, an animated whale with cancer a movie called Finding Chemo so have you seen The Irishman yet? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, so, so what is that the Scorsese movie? yeah, yeah. I know you're a Scorsese guy I love I know I haven't seen is that out? I think it's there have been screening certainly oh okay yeah they went back to that well, the gangster well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but it, but the reviews have been through the roof. Oh, yeah? Okay. So, I know I'm dying anything with Scorsese, sure. What did you think of what he said about superhero movies? Did you hear that? What it was that they're all they're just... They're ruining, basically well, I mean, ruining not cinema. Yeah. They're amusement park rides. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like they just keep telling the same fucking story over and yeah. over. How many times are you going to tell that Batman story? I don't give a shit. <laughs> or the Joker? How many, six times more. Hear, yeah, how many times are you going to hear about the Joker? He fell in some acid. <laughs> and, and, he, and he, I don't know, he's a serial killer. Well, you know, I mean, you know, after Cesar Romero, we were fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic dimwits. <laughs> Did you see that? Gil? I mean, they keep going Wait. back to Superman. Yeah. Coppola like, too. They, oh, both, yeah. they both came out against. Well, yeah, the, I mean, I mean, Superman listen, movies. I understand their point. Yeah. How many fucking the, 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 the Avengers? The you know, it's all the same shit. It, uh, we get it. I, I, they, David, I think they did bat- Legos were Batman, right? <laughs> they did. They, they made did a Legos. Batman Lego movie. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Now, now how I, about an Italian Batman with Dagos? <laughs> <laughs> Outrage. Outrageous. Now I I heard someone told me a story. You heard about what with your nose. Yeah. How it happened. Well, it happened a few ways. Okay. 
30 years of snorting drugs is the first yeah. way. Okay, that's uh, one. Yeah. One. Another way is uh, a bookie who I owed money to punch me in the face. Another way is I was with another hooker, not the same whore that I shot myself with, another one. Uh, and uh, she cut up. We were. <laughs> this is the one I heard. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's why I'm closing with it. <laughs> I, I was in a hotel room in St. Louis. Yes. The Four Seasons. But I was, so Gilbert can relate. I was at the Motel yeah, 6. Right, exactly. doesn't know from the Four Seasons. <laughs> I was at the least Western. That's an orchestral piece. The Gilbert, worst the Western. <laughs> Did you see the documentary? The, or the Gilbert Doc? I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're in it. That's yeah. right. You're in it. You're in it. What am I thinking? That's the, the, that's the only movie. And, and I think your nose was bleeding in that It one. was. Sure, of course. Yeah. Well, but tell us, you were with a hooker. Who directed that? Martin Borsese? <laughs> <laughs> the Gilbert documentary was directed by Francis Ford Dopola. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no, okay. So I'm in a hotel room with a hooker. <laughs> we all have a story like this, right? <laughs> In St. Louis, yes, and uh, we were snorting pills. We were snorting oxycotins. You, you have to, you have to crush them up really fine <laughs> to snort them. So I'm in the shower, and uh, I come out like Jackie Gleason in a robe with this hook. I want what I want. Either you have a motorboat with two propellers, or I'll go somewhere else. Oh, that's good oxycotin. <laughs> Hello, Oxycontin. <laughs> this Oxycontin is the greatest Oxycontin in the world. Good night, everybody. I said to the hooker, I said, do you mind if I punch you to the moon? <laughs> do you mind if I hit you so hard you'll go to the moon? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so she crushes up the pills, but we ordered room service. <laughs> And we had a, she had a salt shaker she was trying to crush the pills up with, and her not being Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't Alberta Einstein. She, she, uh, she, she broke the glass uh, salt shaker, um, and a lot of the glass uh, got into the powder. Like and and uh, and she she could have worked in a refinery. <laughs> she she made it really fine. She cut these lines up, and then she got called down to the. To the front desk because I bought her a fur coat. It's such a long story. And uh, and I came out and you know like Jackie Gleason in my robe. I'm like, whoa, whoa! Look out! Some men are gonna snort some oxies. <laughs> Clear the field. Nice. Uh, yeah. Look out! Some men are gonna snort nice some drugs. And I, uh, I I I snorted the line and it was like a zipper went up my nose. You're like. And uh, my nose started to bleed. <laughs> I had a show that night, and I had to cancel it. And I had to go to the hospital. So so you snorted glass and salt. And, and oxycodone. Uh, <laughs> the oxycodone was the only good thing. Yeah, no, because the oxycodone is so good. And this is where oxycodone gets a bad rap and heroin. It's so good that it canceled out the other two things. <laughs> Now, now I want to try wow. it. Well, you should. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be broke in a year. <laughs> All that parrot money will be gone. <laughs> Affleck, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Artie, I'm going to make you toss in some of these great movie quotes you've been doing on yeah. Twitter. And yeah. since you brought up Gleason, right. 
You know the Smokey and the Bandit one by heart? Uh, uh, yeah, I think I, I could do the Smokey and the Bandit. Okay. This, these are great. They're okay. on Artie's Twitter Burt, feed. Burt Reynolds talking to Jackie Gleason at a uh, at a at a bar. Uh, you chasing somebody? Someone chasing you, Sheriff? Ain't nobody chasing me, boy. <laughs> what you chasing after a bank robber? Bank robbing? Bank robbing's baby puke compared to what this dude's been doing. Nearly killed 700 officers of the law, knocking over mailboxes, driving through backyards, got abroad in the car, that's kidnapping, driving over a state line, that's a man act. I don't think he's got a license. How's that for high digs? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, but nobody makes a possum's peck out of Sheriff Buford T except for shut your ass. <laughs> My favorite though is is when he doesn't. Re- he's talking to the one sheriff on the on the on the mm-hmm. CB radio, and he doesn't realize it's a black guy. <laughs> so he finally sees the sheriff, and he walks up to him, and he goes, "Hey, boy, run and fetch me Sheriff Branford. I am Sheriff Branford. Oh, you sounded a lot taller on the radio." <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks at his son and goes, "What's the goddamn world coming to?" <laughs> Nicely done. Jackie Gleason in that movie is, yeah, un- is actually underrated. Terrific in that movie. He should have got, got an Oscar for that. <laughs> uh, he was nominated for The Hustler. Uh, and uh, Yes. I'd love to remake that movie. Yes. Yeah. What's that movie that you like that he's in that, w- that we talked about? Is it Gleason? So- Soldier in the Rain? No. Well, uh, I, I like with, him yeah, in he's The good. Hustler. Yeah. Uh, he's a, a he got nominated hustler. for that. Yeah. He got nominated for The Hustler. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Because he can really shoot pool. Good straight and, actor. And and I yeah. like just that one line of play pool fast, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. I am playing pool fast. When I'm done, you can play. <laughs> we, we talk about this last time that Friedkin briefly considered him for Popeye Doyle. Oh, wow. that would have been great. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Well, I don't know what went wrong with that. And they considered uh, Peter Boyle, who didn't want to do it because he, he had already made oh, Joe. Oh, Peter Boyle, yeah. And people yeah, were yeah. screaming at him on the street. Like, I thinking, love Peter Boyle. Yeah. I love Peter Boyle. Also great. Okay, here. Now I can ask you... A question and attach it to movies. Go ahead. Ah. Now, okay, you are in rehab. Is it anything at all like in movies like Frank Sinatra? No. And yeah. In Frank what? Sinatra's in not man, man with a golden golden man arm. With the golden There's arm. no one who looks like Frank Sinatra in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> or Sandra Bullock. There's no one who looks like Ronan Farrow in it. Uh, 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 no. Yeah, 28 Days with Sandra Bullock. No. First of all, I love all the hot chicks that are in the, yes, the rehab. Yes. I was the hottest human being in the rehab. <laughs> I was easily the best-looking human being, including the women in the fucking rehab. All right? I, 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 I yeah, Sandra Bullock. There's a lot of Sandra Bullock <laughs> going to state-run rehabs, eating four-month-old Rice Krispies. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're fucking doing. I, I, I don't. I, that movie really pisses me off because it's like all the, it's hot chick after hot chick, and you know a lot of these chicks are crystal meth addicts. And if you want to go from Denise Richards to Keith Richards in a month, <laughs> <laughs> smoke crystal meth. I mean, meth is like you're just up for 18 straight weeks. You get bags under your eyes. No, the movies that haven't come. I, I, I want to do a real reality movie. The problem is no one watching because there's no one good looking in it. There's no leading person in it. I mean, everyone looks so like a, a little know. more like the cast of Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more like no one's even as good looking as the chief. <laughs> No one's as good looking 
as as the guy who played Ignatowski. <laughs> Uh, and oh, which are the drugs Danny, that- De- Danny DeVito would be like yeah. David Beckham. <laughs> Is the other guy Billy Bibbit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, Brad yes. Yeah, that yeah. Brad Pitt. And, which, and, and all the drugs that rot your teeth out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no, I mean, everybody looks like, you know, uh, they grew up in Bayonne because uh, they, they did. Uh, so, so you don't think Sandra Bullock? No, I never saw any Sandra Bullock types in the rehab. No, no, there's, no sh- there's no young Lola Falana. <laughs> Lola Falana, bless your heart. Oh yeah, there's no one who could have been in a Fantasy Island episode, <laughs> except Tattoo. <laughs> So you never saw Charlie Charisse Theron. <laughs> Only when the way she looks in Monster. Yeah. No, I just not Charlize Theron. Yeah, Charlie Tillis. <laughs> Mel Tillis. Uh, no, I, no, nobody, nobody even close. That's the biggest. I mean, because you know, obviously Hollywood sure. likes to put all good-looking people in movies. Is why Gilbert does a lot of cartoons. <laughs> See you laughing, Dara. <laughs> hey, Gilbert, can you be in this movie? Oh, uh, no, you know, we're going to, if we're going to make it, a, Gilbert's the only one available. Let's make it a cartoon. <laughs> oh, can John Stamos play the parrot? No. <laughs> the only one available is Gilbert Gottfried. Let's spend the extra 50 million to animate the movie. <laughs> Money we're saving, not getting a huge movie star. With the money we're saving on Gilbert's camp fare. Oh my god! Let's animate the movie. How about the Quiet Man for lines of movie? Let's have a little. Come on. I need to take requests on Twitter. I love it. I love. I love the Quiet Man when he's fighting the guy and they're at the bar. Sure. Take a break to have a beer, and um. Uh, the guy, uh, the guy throws a beer in John Wayne's face, and John Wayne says to the bartender, "Bartel," and then he goes, "What time is it? Five thirty. Thanks." And he just punches the guy in the face, and they continue a, an insane riotous brawl throughout <laughs> Dublin. Uh, but um, yeah, how about a scene from the Pope of Greenwich Village? Because I know you know these by heart. Okay, this is this is one of my favorite exchanges. This is uh, this is Eric Roberts. Not Julia. <laughs> Eric Roberts uh, talking to uh, his dad in the movie. Mm-hmm. The nose shines his own shoes, Pop. That ain't success. Oh, yeah? What's your idea of success? No one had to spend it. I never bought some chicken for a broad, Pop. Wasn't at least cordon blue. I never bought a bottle of champagne. Wasn't at least Dom Perignon. I went on a street, Pop. I took $500 off of Shylock to see Sinatra at the garden. Sat two seats away from Tony Bennett. That's success. <laughs> nice. <laughs> By the way, you can see all of these on Artie's Twitter feed. That's right. And he takes requests. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do all of Gilbert's movies. <laughs> do you do Funky Monkey? Uh, what have you been in? What, what, what have you been in? What is your filmography? Yeah. Uh, how to be a player. <laughs> He's in BAPS. <laughs> how, house Party 3. <laughs> Now it's a party. Yeah. Funky Monkey is one of the better ones. 
was Rod, was Rodney and Funky Monkey or was oh that was Back by Midnight? Back by Midnight with Rodney with Ro- Rodney Dangerfield in a movie called Back by Midnight with him. Yes, yes sir. I, I I didn't know he did. I didn't know he did something after the Wally the Wally oh, Sparks. Wally Sparks. Oh, and <laughs> He's I in that appeared. Too. I appeared in Meet Wally <laughs> Sparks. Well, really? Have you looked at your royalties lately? <laughs> <laughs> Wally Sparks. <laughs> I use that line to get late. <laughs> oh, Miss, yeah. I appeared to meet Wally Sparks. <laughs> well, really, we don't want to meet you. <laughs> Fort Fairlaney's in. Yeah, for our what else? Gilbert? All the biggies. Yeah, the biggies. <laughs> Gilbert's ended more careers than than the blacklist. <laughs> What about the one where you played Hitler? Was that Highway oh, to Hell? Oh, yes. Highway oh, wow. That yeah. would also suck. Versatile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people feel so ripped off when they see a, a Gilbert movie, they call it Getting Me Jude. <laughs> He's like Bruno Guns. His Hitler, <laughs> His Hitler was a tour de force. Hitler? <laughs> I'd love to see your Hitler. <laughs> a, better, a better one would be One Hitler Missed. <laughs> I got in trouble because this this guy in the paper. There's another Twitter thing. I said uh, there was, this was a true story. This hundred year old uh, Jewish plumber. He was a Holocaust survivor, and he had this weird stat. He survived the Holocaust. He was also the most requested Jewish plumber in the history of New Jersey. And I tweeted out that he was the only guy to make both Schindler's and Angie's list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Those are two biggies. That's a hip joke. (laughs) Those are two biggies. Those are two big lists. So tell us about your return to your triumphant return to stand up. We were talking about you've been getting some good reviews. Yeah. It started in Albany and it's ending here. (laughs) This is it, huh? I I went back. Yeah, but listen, you know, much the way Ray Romano uh, writes jokes about new jokes about having children and, and Gilbert doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Whatever do you mean? <laughs> much, much the way a comedian writes new jokes and Gilbert doesn't. You, you're saying those Corbett Monica references in his act aren't fresh? <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert's got Dead Sea Scrolls lines. But, um, well, you know, I, I lead this awful, crazy life. Mm-hmm. So I I use that almost uh, as a business model. I mine um I mine that for material. So these stories again, like the sniffing glass stories, like you know, sophisticated, normal, classy human beings don't have these stories. Uh, so I think they find them fascinating. So I'm benefiting from that. That's great. I tell those stories on stage. Yeah. When did you get back up? In uh, just a couple of months ago? Uh, about two months ago. Two months ago. Absolutely. Yeah. I was locked up for eight months. Uh, you know, again, rehab with Sandra Bullock and yeah. and uh, and Megan Fox, <laughs> all the hot chicks that go to rehab, and uh, Giselle uh, Bundchen. Be Benaderet. Chad Lowe. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> Yeah, all the normal people you see in rehab. The Victoria's Secret catalog. <laughs> Just like 28 days. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so so I had, a, I had a lot of time to think. 
I uh, was in jail for two months. And unlike him, I'm assuming you used that time to write some new material. Yeah, unlike yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that differs how I use the last eight months and Gilbert's used the last fifty years. <laughs> in the last fifty years, Gilbert hasn't found time to write one joke. <laughs> <laughs> he wonders why I never walk alone doesn't kill at the end of it. Now, wait a minute. The Amish material is yeah, fairly exactly. new, right? Oh, that's right. That's that is about like four years old. Yeah. Unlike yeah. the Amish, that's fairly new. Now, now getting getting back to men with the golden arm. Yeah. <laughs> what a what, reference. What about, what about when he's rolling around and... Oh, the withdrawals. Yeah, yeah. That's real. That's real. But again, you don't look like Frank Sinatra when you do it. <laughs> no, it's terrible. The, the, the thing about heroin, which is, uh, you know, why I strongly don't recommend it <laughs> for, for, for you young people, uh, is is it's different than any other drug, opioids, because you you need it every eight hours. Like, in other words, if you don't have, if you become a heroin addict and it gets physically inside your system, you need more heroin. Like you need oxygen every eight hours. So you go into these horrible withdrawals that makes you do desperate things like, you know, blow a midget under a bridge <laughs> in Pittsburgh <laughs> or accidentally snort glass. But, uh, <laughs> I, and, you know, so, so, so tell us about the time you blew our villages. Arty, Arty, suck my dick, Arty. Oh, the I, dick. I give you the cocaine you want. Oh. That sounds exactly like my dealer. That sounds exactly like my dealer in Washington Heights. Oh, give me some polenzio. Dick Pua. Dick Cock. Dick Cock. <laughs> Smiles, everyone, smiles. <laughs> this is Artie Lang. His fantasy is to do heroin with a midget. <laughs> and Barbie Benton. <laughs> Barbie Benton. <laughs> and Mayor Winningham. <laughs> you know what you... A lot of millennials are going to relate to the Mayor Winningham. <laughs> and what was her name... I'm trying to remember that actress, Katera or something. Tia Carrera? No, no, no. The yeah, that actress, Tia Carrera. Beverly Hills 902. Oh, 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 Gabriel, Carte Gabriel Carteris. Yes. What happened oh, she was the president of no, SAG. No, no, I mean, I just think <laughs> She's the president it. of SAG. She was for a while. Does that have to do with her, her tits? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm looking at your tits, Gabriela. You should be the president of SAG. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Here's what you're hearing in a bunch of vegan restaurants as soon as they put Gilbert's pockets. Mayor Winningham, click. <laughs> Artie Lines here, Mayor Winningham, click. <laughs> we'll pass on that one. <laughs> so Bill Macy, you had Bill Macy on, the guy yeah, from Maud. Twice. Okay. He okay. just died at 97. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, he, I did. And I think it was drugs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jared Tall. <laughs> I did, uh, I did the, the, the sitcom with Norm Macdonald for two years on ABC, The Norm Show, and he was a guest star. So Nikki Cox was on the show, okay, <laughs> with you know, big tits. Her name oh, is, yes, yeah. yes. Her name is Nikki Cox. Uh, and, um, okay, 
So we're at the network read-through. Like, there's network people there, writers and shit like that, producers. And, you know, Bill was a loud guy. And Nikki Cox walks up to him and hugs him and says, Hi, my name is Nikki Cox. And he looks right at her tits and goes, Really? I'm Bill Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bill. I swear to God. That's Bill. Okay. The only two people laughing were me and Norm MacDonald. <laughs> and wait, and Bill Macy. <laughs> Nikki almost started to cry. Because hi, I'm Nikki Cox. I'm Bill Pussy. <laughs> That's the true story. So soon he had to write her a letter of apology, and and uh, yeah, wow. he got he got he's the first Me Too victim. Uh, and he had to send her, he had to send her flowers. Wow. <laughs> I'm Bill Pussy. <laughs> she comes and she had enormous tits. <laughs> I'm Nikki Cox. Fantastic. Yeah. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we're going to make you do another one of these. Go ahead. Uh, this one is one of your... Another, another Mexican midget? <laughs> this another one, Parisian this, dwarf? This was on your Twitter page, on your Twitter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, this is you and, and Will in Elf. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, this is uh, Will Farrell. Um talking to me as the Santa Claus in Elf. You're not Santa. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yeah. How'd you like to be dead? If you're Santa Claus, what song did I sing you on your birthday last year? Why? Why, happy birthday, of course. You're not Santa. You're a fake. You smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> and then he pulls my beard and goes, he's not Santa. He's not Santa. And then we fight each other. That scene was was the f the most fun to shoot because uh, w me and him got to destroy the toy uh, oh, the, the toy department of a store. And it was one take. So we just got to like throw shit at each other. It was fantastic. Did you get to spend any time with Khan making, making that movie? Yeah. Okay. Here's yeah. my James Khan story. Okay. Okay. At the premiere for Elf. Because okay? you're the world's biggest godfather. Yeah, absolutely. Fan. At the premiere for Elf, I'm talking to James Khan. And um, James Khan, first of all, is the size of Hervey Villages. <laughs> <laughs> Sure These movie stars, like I worked with Tom Cruise once, and he, you know, uh, in Funky Monkey, <laughs> and, uh, he's like four foot ten, and uh, it's weird. So James Conn, he's Sonny Corleone, but sure, uh, you know, he he's, he came up to about my chin, and uh, the last thing he says to me, I'm trying to make small talk with him the whole time, and I guess someone told him I was a comedian. <laughs> this is the last thing he says to me. He goes, "Cause you're a comedian, right?" I go, "Yeah." He goes. What's the worst thing a broad could hear after she blows Willie Nelson? I'm like, what? He goes, I'm not Willie Nelson. I'll see you later. 
from sex. <laughs> What's the worst thing a broad can hear after she blows Willie Nelson? Like, I'm not Willie Nelson. <laughs> and he walked away. He did not disappoint. But Sonny Corleone telling that joke is fantastic. Also, yeah. Scott Kahn told me the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> I I just remembered another part from uh, from a Pope of Greenwich Village that yeah. I love. Oh, no, there's like, a lot of great ones. It's like, oh, yeah. You gotta slap them around a little. I mean, not like somebody from the other side. But you know when they embarrass you, you know, you put your coat on, you don't say goodnight to no one. By the way, the they in that is women. Yeah. Oh. You know when they embarrass you. We got to get Eric Roberts on here. Oh, uh, absolutely. He's a better great storyteller. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Julia's morphing into Eric. Maybe you can get <laughs> Oh, my God. She's transgendering and. <laughs> See, you know, it's another movie of the many movies where people look way too good. Yeah. And this was a Scorsese film. Yeah, it's a big problem. And and that is... What, Shutter uh, Island? No, no. <laughs> uh, in, in Gangs of New oh, Gangs York. Of New York. Know, yeah. Did anybody back then look like uh, Cameron Diaz? Or Leonardo DiCaprio. Or Leo. and, yeah. Well, I first mean, of all, I can't, when Leonardo DiCaprio does an accent, I can't even look at the screen. <laughs> I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't. Oh, she stole your timepiece. What's happened to learning? <laughs> he took me lucky charms. <laughs> she stole me lucky charms. <laughs> oh, magically delicious. <laughs> Orange stars, green clovers. <laughs> Leonardo, that's, Leonardo, that's, that's the, the term lucky charms is not in the script. I'm, I'm working on the accent. <laughs> Or in Blood Diamond, his South African accent. Blood Diamond, in Blood yeah. Diamond. Hello there. <laughs> Hello the there. Fish? Hello there, Mr. Diamond Seller. <laughs> My research tells me this is how you spoke. Well, uh, this is the Fresh Air Cab Company. <laughs> the Fresh Air Cab Company. I'm going to take these smuggled diamonds in a Fresh Air Cab. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow! Uh, what, what, but but no, no. Again, again. Scorsese, you know, I think what, couldn't get the movies made that he wanted to get made. So, and DiCaprio did a smart thing. He wanted good reviews, you know, after yeah, being yeah. a recurring role on Growing Pains, and, uh, and, and you know, becomes this huge star. So Scorsese needed him to get the movies made. But yeah, it, you know, I'm sure Scorsese would have rather had you know. I don't really village, buy him as Howard Hughes either. Nah, no. And Beatty had had uh, or, nursed or, uh, out for years. He was trying to get a Howard Hughes oh, project off oh, the really? ground. Ned Beatty? Or yeah, Ned Beatty. <laughs> he he wound yeah. up. Ned Beatty. He wound up late in life. He played him a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 Also, or J. Edgar Hoover. Another one. Oh yeah. Well, that was Eastwood. Yes. Yeah. 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 Eastwood directed that. But yeah. again, if DiCaprio wants to do it, and even the makeup, the pig makeup I had on a man TV was better than the J. Edgar oh, Hoover makeup. The makeup on what's his name, Armin Hammer, was the other guy. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He the guy looked, he fucks. Yeah. <laughs> That looked like Night of the Living Dead. It really, no, I can't again. Uh, like like Brokeback Mountain to me should have a warning on it. You know, thirty minutes in, two guys fuck in a tent. I mean, it's just, I mean, just out of, out, of, out, of, out of nowhere. Like it starts out like like that's a lawsuit. Like that's you have a lawsuit. It starts out like a regular Western. 
like they're lassoing shit. Yeah, it's like high noon. Yeah, it's like high noon or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like unforgiving. Like they're lassoing bulls and shit. And yeah, they like, say, hey, this is, uh, this is yeah, this is John movie. Wayne Robert Mitchum. <laughs> this is this is a man's right. movie right here. And then out right of nowhere, one, one, and, then, and, then you're, and then you're like 30 minutes in, you're like, where's the hot chick that they fuck? <laughs> like there's always a hot chick they fuck. You know, and, and, and where's Renee Zellweger? You know? <laughs> and, then, and then two hot chicks come in and they don't fuck them at all. They're never fucking them. And then one night it's a little rainy out. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it takes. But to me, the crazy thing about that movie is, and then all of a sudden, like, like Jake Gyllenhaal goes in the tent and they just start fucking like crazy. <laughs> Heath Ledger turns over Jake Luna and starts fucking him, but the crazy thing is, what are the odds that the other cowboy would be gay? <laughs> like, he doesn't even ask him, he just starts fucking him. <laughs> like, what are the odds the other cowboy is also a homosexual? In 1961, Wyoming. <laughs> you happen, R Randy Quaid hires you. Yeah, the hairdressers were straight. <laughs> exactly. Like, who in the fuck? It's like as if John Wayne and Robert Mitchum just started blowing each other. <laughs> Get over here, pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like a I was scarred for life after that. That's the genesis of this podcast, actually. A rainy night in a tent. Yeah, yeah. Right, Gil? It would, be as if, it would be as if Aladdin and the parrot just started fucking... <laughs> How would that sound go? <laughs> On the subject of The Godfather, you, you want to say anything about Robert Evans passing away? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. there's going to be a lot more blow in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Evans, every story. Oh, yeah. You ever notice that everybody who has a Rodney Dangerfield story, it all it all somehow leads to his, them seeing his nuts. Through oh, yeah. Well, oh, the yes, open ropes. Yes, every, yes. every story's open ropes. Every fucking Robert Evans movie leads to him doing coke with someone. Like, like. He's he supposedly had like a little vial of blow, yeah, much like Red Fox, I heard, uh, and um, and and just was a, this this huge coke. But I mean, listen, made some of the best movies ever, and he's got a great line about Ally McGraw. She was dancing with me and thinking about Steve McQueen's cock. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, that kid stays in the picture, Doc. Yeah, it's no, so I good. Mean, the, you're talking about a guy who's obviously mentally ill, but yeah. you know, back in the seventies, the great thing about you know. Dennis Hopper, Nicholson. Sure, sure. They were all these lunatic characters who got this amazing work done. Like the legacy in the 70s. Even the filmmakers. Even like, people like Rafelson and those, uh, and yeah, those yeah, guys. Absolutely. Were See, that's the thing. In, in older Hollywood, there was no such a thing as a drug addict or an alcoholic. Right. Everybody they, they was. Were, they all and were. they did their work. Right. That's why I'm staying famous because no one's a bigger <laughs> loser. <laughs> Like in this world, I'm an extraordinary loser. Like, 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 extraordinary. <laughs> you go down to the comedy cellar now, and every if if a, if a, if a fucking com comedian in his twenties accidentally ingests gluten, they go to rehab. <laughs> Have a little gluten, asshole. Uh, so, so the fact that I'm this crazy pig-nosed heroin cocaine addict. <laughs> Who snorted glass salt and oxycodone with a hooker in St. Louis? Aziz Ansari doesn't have a story like that. <laughs> and now another interlude. As, as I, Frank's, Frank's face is when me and you do the show together. That's the show. That's the show. Yeah, it's really a night off for me. Yeah. <laughs>
He goes from some sort of weird, delightful look. Like sometimes yeah. he's enjoying it, like Jeffrey Epstein watching two cheerleaders do <laughs> yoga. <laughs> and then other times he's, he's horrified. <laughs> I'm trying to represent both sides of the no, audience. No, you do a great job, yeah. Frank. I feel for you, bro. You're very sweet. I feel for you. What about, speaking of Jimmy Kahn, what about uh, what about the quote from uh, Thief? It's uh, yeah. on your Twitter. Uh, okay. uh, that, 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 again, Thief is an underrated Another great movie. one, Michael Mann. Uh, Michael Mann, yeah. His first film, Thief. Uh, so, um, all right. So James Kahn walks into this guy's office, and he's trying to get money back that the guy stole from him. So the guy goes, uh, uh, Hey, who the fuck are you, Slick? What, somebody knows you? I don't know you. I don't know some clown named Gags. Get out of here. I am the last guy in the world that you want to fuck with. Now, you found my money on Gags. Now, let us pretend that you do not know who this money belongs to. That's right. I don't know who you are, for Christ's sake. In three hours, I will call to set a meet, at which time you will pay me my money, $185,000. <laughs> And then he just looks at Dennis Farina, who's like a mm -hmm. young guy. But he goes, hey, you, you goof, look at the wall. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but uh, Hell of Michael, a movie. Michael Mann, it's in it's in his later work in, in Heat. He has this thing, like, like the main characters are all these, like, these, like, Marley, like, ambiguous guys, like, 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 the guy, like De Niro in the movie Heat. Mm-hmm. They all have this cadence. I think that's like a Chicago thing. They pronounce every word. At which time you will pay me my money, 185. You do not know who this money belongs. Like, that's interesting. You think they're overacting, but it's something Michael Mann, like De Niro does the same thing in Heat. I, I love Michael Mann. Farina always sp uh, spoke that way Yeah, on that's a Chicago yeah, thing. Really good stuff. Yeah, good movie, Thief. Yeah. Oh, so we're just recommending movies as we go, but people yeah. can see these on and, your Twitter feed. And I, yeah, well, I remember, it's like, and... If I see you first, <laughs> I'm going to have to take you down. Yeah, yeah, in heat. Oh, in heat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the one yeah. scene Pacino, they have together. Pacino and De Niro. Yeah. 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 They, 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 uh, again, and then they followed that up with Righteous Kill. Oh, <laughs> that, that They don't was, talk about that one. It's like Hervé Villages on, on, on a lot of wine. <laughs> Wrote an episode of Law and Order. I wrote the great cop movie. He's got a Bacchino and Rabo Donero. You saved the hua over from the cent yes, Irving yes. incentive of a woman. If, yes. Got it. If, if, if Irving Villages were famous, Gilbert would be selling out arenas. Absolutely. <laughs> Some Spanish buying cocaine in the Bronx for 10 years. <laughs> it's, it's a fun way to learn another language, but it's a bit pricey. <laughs> All right, here's a wild card, Artie. Yeah. What do you know about Mr. Belvedere sitting on his own balls? Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> I, I was there. What, 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 what? I didn't, on I didn't see him <laughs> sit on his balls. I, I was doing a guest spot on some TV show in some uh, studio. Right. And there was an announcement. We were the first ones to know that that Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Why did they announce it? Miss, well, I well, don't think they formally. Attention, <laughs> Mr. Belvedere, has sat on his. Ball, all, 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 all. <laughs> Your attention, please, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. 
Now sitting on his balls. <laughs> Bob Shepard. Mr. Mr. Belvedere. While Mr. Belvedere was sitting on his balls, he said, Today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. I bring it up because you heard it from your friend yeah, Bob. Bob, Bob my friend, he wants to kill me. <laughs> oh, I did a Bob Euchre impression on the on the Letterman show, and Euchre saw it after I met him playing golf with Norman. He told us the Belvedere ball story. Because <laughs> because uh, Euchre is is the single filthiest human being I never met a guy. He's a guy you know from announcing the national pastime, and he just kept. We were golfing with him, and this couple was in front of us. They were golfing. Hey, he, he yelled. He goes, "Hey guys, you're so fucking slow golfing. What the fuck? What is that? A gang fuck up there?" <laughs> so, so I do. Some, he, we're watching him. Me and Norm are watching Bob Euchre do a game. Uh, and we went to Phoenix to watch the postseason baseball, preseason baseball, the Brewers against the Cubs. So Euchre has this cough button, you know, uh, and and when he hits the button, you know, he's not on the mic. So he's doing the game, and in between announcing plays, he sees a hot chick and says a grotesque, like, filthy thing about her, hits the, and then goes right back to the plays. Like, here's a ground ball to shortstop. Look at the tits on that fucking whore. Over to first base, two down. <laughs> oh my God. So I, I clean that up a little bit. I see. And I and I tell that story on Letterman. So so Euchre had met me a couple of times and he sees Norm and he gets mad. He goes, Hey, I saw your buddy Artie Klein on Letterman. He told me Artie Klein. Artie Klein. He goes, That Artie Klein's a little short on material. <laughs> Euchre was astonishingly funny without even knowing it. Like, um, okay, so Norm and I <laughs> Norm and I are in the booth at the game, and he sees John Fogarty, the guy from Creed. Sure. With his eight-year-old son, who's a big Cub fan. So I guess Euchre has no idea about like that music and that era, but I guess Fogarty was introduced to him as a celebrity. So he sees him during a commercial, and he says to us, he goes, he says, hey, there's that fucking asshole John Fogarty. <laughs> he goes, he's with his fucking little kid. Hey, get him up here. You guys like rock and roll, right? And we're like, don't bother him. I'll fucking get him up here. He'll sing for you. <laughs> He makes his assistant go and get John Fogarty and his eight-year-old kid. He brings him up. He goes, hey, these fuckers want to hear you sing. Sing something. <laughs> and we go, he doesn't want to hear us sing. He doesn't want to hear us sing. And he left. He goes, he goes, I don't know what the fuck his problem is. The guy's a singer for a living. He won't fucking sing. And he goes, you guys know who he is, right? And, and me and Norm said, yeah, he's Creedence Clearwater Revival. And he goes, yeah, he sings all that shit. <laughs> Gino's hero, Bob Euchre. Uh, yeah. He's going to be so crushed. Uh, nah, well, I mean, so stop looking. I, he was more of a hero of mine. <laughs> yeah, of course. After, I mean, he, he's just so fucking funny. <laughs> what do you know about the Pat McCormick uh, helicopter story? Do you know uh, anything Pat about McCormick, this? Pat McCormick, the writer for The Tonight Show? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. No, what is that? You oh, got to tell that, him. Oh, that, what, 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 this cock or something? <laughs> <laughs> he does a windmill like well, Jack Jack well, Warden. <laughs> we got we had some, uh, some celebrity scandals come yeah. up on this show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just no celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Some celebrity scandals come on the show. No celebrity. <laughs> Go ahead. So what happened? 
that. Um, uh, any Pat, any Pat McCormick reference? I get the young kids. In. Yeah. How well the one? Pat McCormick. <laughs> it's just so, it's going back to Smokey and the Bandit. No, no, okay, go ahead. What is it? Oh no, well that's Smokey and the Bandit too. Pat McCormick's in that. Yeah. Him and Paul. Uh, Paul Williams. Oh, Paul Williams. Paul Williams. Right. One day he find it. The rainbow <laughs> connection, the lover, the dreamers, <laughs> and me. All of us under its head. We know that it couldn't be magic. All right, wait, wait. We have to do this. We have to call a, 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 an agent at CAA in his early 30s. And say, I got a tape of a comedian I want you to hear. He does Hervé Villachez as Paul <laughs> Williams. <laughs> and see how fast he fucking hangs the phone up. Like, like you want to pack him in at the Millennial Pussy Festival. Have you heard his John MacGyver? Man, <laughs> it just begun <laughs> to live what place in Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> oh. All right, fuck the oh. Pat McCormick story. Oh, what are you doing? Oh. He, he, he swung his cock like a helicopter? No, he used to. Uh... <laughs> he won shit in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed like a pig. And, and, and he was lying next to Paul Williams. <laughs> Gilbert just did Hervé Villachez as Paul Williams. I know. It's I surreal. I mean, that is like, that was, I'm trying to think the last time that was relevant. <laughs> It was actually never relevant. The Mike Douglas Show, 1976. The Mike Douglas Show. The Douglas <laughs> MacArthur Show. <laughs> the Woody Woodbury Show. Woody Woodbury. Oh, he's around. That's up there with your Arthur Godfrey. How are you? How are you? I just want him to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, listen. Uh, this is the this is the meeting in the. Uh, in the in the boardroom at CAA, we need a comic who can do <laughs> Hervé Villachez as Paul Williams, and we need an Arthur Godfrey guy. <laughs> Every big agency has an Arthur Every Godfrey agency guy. Has an Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> He's WME's Arthur Godfrey. Guy. Arthur, Arthur Godfrey's last grandkid died forty years ago. <laughs> then I guess you're not going to appreciate my Hal Holbrook question. <laughs> I work with Hal Holbrook. I know, in The Bachelor. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What was he like? Fantastic. Yeah. But I, 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 another great story. Okay. Ed Asner and Hal Holbrook and myself are in that movie, The Bachelor. First of all, the movie, The Bachelor, I play Chris O'Donnell. Supposing I'm Chris O'Donnell's best friend since the second grade, it looks like we never met. <laughs> There's no chemistry at all. It looks like I just put his cable in that morning, and like he's trying to avoid me. <laughs> it's the one based on the old Buster Keaton. Uh, it is thing, right. Yeah. So Seven when you chances. think we think we think who the who this generation's Buster Keaton is, Chris O'Donnell's the first name. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do call him Stoneface in the acting community, but yeah, we need a Buster Keaton, a modern day Buster Keaton, Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> it's like a fucking reflex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Ed Asner, me and Hal Holbrook, and I, we shot it in San Francisco for like a month and a half, and I got to have lunch with Ed Asner and Hal Holbrook the whole fucking time. Al Holbrook says, and again, this is he said this in front of like everybody, the whole crew were about to shoot a scene, 
And Brooke Shields was in the scene. <laughs> so she's, she's standing there for this. And Hal Holbrook says, uh, "Can I, I got a phone call. And uh, and Asner goes, we're about to fucking shoot, Hal. Who called you? He goes, oh, my wife Dixie's coming. And he goes, come on, Hal. We all know you're a fucking fag. <laughs> <laughs> Screams that out. I have no evidence of that. That's what he screamed out. Okay. Great. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Sweet story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of charming anecdotes about about legendary. Here's what I got one about Mr. Rogers jerking off a priest. <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm kidding. Well, That's speaking of your ex-co-stars, we yeah. lost Seymour Cassell since the last time you were with us. Absolutely. A guy who you worked with in Beer League who yeah. did everything. Uh, yeah, now Seymour Cassell is one of the most fascinating uh, sort of characters in the history of Hollywood. Two separate books, Ronnie Wood's book, the guy, the guitars for the mm -hmm. Rolling Stones. They come off the Tattoo You tour in the early '80s. They're on the road for two years, and supposedly Ronnie Woods and the sax player for the Stones, Bobby Keys, after that road uh, trip, locked themselves in Ronnie Woods' bathroom and smoked cocaine for two years. Like, <sighs> like that's in his book. He wow. couldn't get out of the bathroom. I, Seymour Cassell is always in these stories where there's drugs and shit. Supposedly Seymour lived up the, the hill from them and would come down in these horror masks to like, you're all paranoid on coke and would just scare them. Like 15 years later, Slash's book from Guns N' Roses comes out. He comes off the Appetite for Destruction tour. He stays in a bathroom for two years and smokes coke. The bathroom, though, was at Seymour's house. Wow. <laughs> Seymour is always like... He's like the Zelig of these stories. He's like the Zelig of cocaine. But uh, so Seymour and I got along, obviously. Uh, but he was exactly the same. Off, he was so fucking funny in that movie. What a career! I mean, he's you know, yeah, absolutely. And he uh, there's a scene where we're doing coke at at the bachelor party scene. <laughs> the movie goes, he goes, why don't we use real shit? Like you wanted to use real cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> which God. I gladly would have done at the time. Uh, he was a, he was a rock star type, Seymour. I loved him. You see him and in all those Cassavetes. Mariah yeah, Carey right. was in West the Bachelor. Yeah. She's in The Bachelor, yeah. She was she was 10 hours late. She showed up like 10 hours late to the set and thought like that would be cool. Like like everybody's oh, on, everybody's on overtime and uh yeah. She 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 was a bit of a nightmare. I met her briefly, but uh yeah, I called her Pariah Carrier. <laughs> <laughs> but I you know I actually have I've worked with a lot of, you know, did, did way you, more successful people. Did you spend any time with Roger Moore when you were making boat trip? Uh, I met at his trailer. Uh -huh. At his trailer, yeah, uh -huh. I, I I met him, and he's exactly like he's got all those James Bond manners. Uh -huh. he, you think he could fuck your girlfriend in two seconds? <laughs> 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 like if you leave your girlfriend nice. alone with Roger Moore, so he's fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the A Rod of uh, you know has been actors, but he just died too, right? Yeah, a little bit ago. Yeah. Also, Max Wright died, a guy you worked with on the Norm show. Okay, Max Wright, again. Yeah. These stories are crazy. Yeah. Actually, when I tell these stories, I, I seem like a Boy Scout. Uh. Okay, Max Wright, great actor. He did shit like the Ibsen Festival, like a classic actor. He's on this ABC sitcom with us. You know Max Wright. You yeah. talked about him on the show. He, for was, on, he was an owl. Oh, okay. Okay. The, the guy, now, this guy. All that jazz. The, right, exactly. This guy is like a classically trained Shakespearean actor, like Shakespeare in the Park type shit. Like I said, Ibsen festivals and that stuff. And he's doing these sitcoms to make money. The scripts for the Norm Show must have looked like someone wrote them in crayon on a bathroom yeah. wall. And he was kind of depressed about that, but he needed the money. Real nice guy and great on the show. Uh, I do the show for two years and I start becoming a regular on the Howard Stern show. 
I, I, I find out that I'm going to do the Howard Stern show because Jackie left. Okay. Now picture this. I just do a sitcom for two years with Max Wright. The day before I'm about to sit in on the Howard Stern show, <laughs> there's a picture on the cover of the National Enquirer of Max. I'm not exaggerating. Smoking crack while he's jerking off some gay male hooker <laughs> and, and making out with a black midget. <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, okay, that's accurate. That's uh, there's a picture of it. Like there's uh, like, like there's a they blurred it out. The guy I did a sitcom with for two years, the day before I'm gonna do the wow. Howard Stern show, is on the cover of the National Enquirer. <sighs> before Howard said Artie Lang's here, Fred was still playing the uh, the the opening music. Hey, did you work with that Max Wright guy? I said, the first thing, what do I say? How do you defend that? He was there was a picture of him jerking off a, a male hooker, smoking crack, and Practically making out with a black midget who was also smoking crack. <laughs> Gilbert, do you have anything to add to that? Say, <laughs> a black little person. <laughs> it was Beetlejuice. <laughs> By the way, Beetlejuice on the Stern Show told me I was a mess. Oh, jeez. Wow. Praise from Caesar. You want some questions from fans? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Greg Wilson. Hey, Artie, how much of your character and storyline in Crashing was true? You really came across as a generous guy in that series. Well, I play Artie Lang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, well... Uh, uh, Very funny on that show, thank by the way. Thank you. No, Very it, funny. Uh, yeah, I, I, try to, I try to help people out, unlike Gilbert, uh, with, <laughs> with money sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert uh, was on Crashing. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. As Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Much like the Cosby show, the highest rated episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, do, do it's like the weird thing about Bill Cosby right now, he's got that crazy eye that looks the yes. other way. Yes. And, you know, I, I, this is actually medical fact. You know how you get that? When you're raping a girl, you got to keep one eye on the door. <laughs> What do you look at? The pills? The girl? The drink? <laughs> yeah. And it becomes permanent. <laughs> I got one eye on the door. You, you know what Cosby said <laughs> when the cops broke in? What? Oh! Why is the Cosby? Somewhere, I don't know if this is true. I read on the internet that one of the girls supposedly had an eight-year-old son who said something like wanted to testify against Bill Cosby. And I thought, God, kids do say the darndest things. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Okay, here's another one. Sam Weisberg, was there were there any Chris Farley improvs that did not make the final cut of dirty work? Uh yeah, absolutely. Um it can, can you uh, share uh, one? Uh, uh, uh okay. Uh, he, uh, he wanted to do this one line about his nose. Uh, well, well, his character gets his nose bit off by a Saigon whore. <laughs> That's his character. So we, we had all these, uh, we had all these jokes, like Asian jokes. Like he, he says, shut your cake hole, Yoko. <laughs> and he added some other Asian jokes, uh, that we had to cut out. But I, I, okay. Here's, here's, here's a Chris Fly story about dirty work. In between dirty work and dying, <laughs> He hosted Saturday Night Live, and he was so out of control. Norm Macdonald called me up and said, hey, listen, man, uh, 
you know, Farley's out of control with cocaine. You got to help me watch him at the after party after the show. That's how out of control he was. He wanted me to watch him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My favorite year. Yeah, exactly. 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 Uh, so, okay. So I go to the after party and Norm is talking to somebody and he goes, watch Farley, make sure nothing crazy happens. I see Chris go into a bathroom with Andy Dick. Oh, for five no. minutes. Okay. Oh, he comes out giggling. So Norm comes back and goes, what's up with Farley? I go, bad news, dude. He goes, what? He goes, I go, I just saw him going to a bathroom with Andy Dick. And I said to Norm, this is how fast Norm is. I said to Norm, there's only two reasons a man goes into a bathroom with Andy Dick. <laughs> and I said, neither one of them's good. And without missing a beat, Norm goes, holy fuck, I hope he's high. <laughs> Good news, he was high. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what Norm said. <laughs> Speaking of dirty work, we lost uh, the great uh, Rickles yeah. since you were last on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Don Rickles. I mean, come on. Mr. Warmth. Uh, again, who in the hell is going to get away? Barack Obama visited his house in Malibu, and when they asked how it went, he told the press he stole a broom. <laughs> Okay, I mean, that, 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 like right there, that just sums up. Nobody else. Yeah, I mean, wh who's doing that? And Nobody. You, you had your own experience with and, it. And, yeah, and, and Obama was so cool about it. He's like, yeah, it's Don Rickles. Like, grow up. But, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 again, it's the first scene I'm shooting in the first movie I get. And Gilbert knows if you're going to get fired from a movie, it's in the first week. Because, <laughs> you know, they, they, they realize you suck and they... <laughs> But if you you see last longer than a week, you know you'll probably get in there because now they got you on film. You got them by the balls. So I'm afraid I'm you know I'm gonna blow a take or whatever. So Don Rickles is the first guy uh, up, and we wrote him. They they wrote him jokes, insult jokes for me and Norm, and he couldn't remember the line. So we just said fuck it, it's Don Rickles. Just 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 look at Norm and Artie and insult these two. He'll be able yeah. to do it. So this is the first scene I'm in, the first shot. And it was all this money going, the, you know, the film is going. And I don't know what Rickles is going to say. He comes up to me uh, during a take and goes, look at you. Look at you, you baby gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> then he looks at my stomach and goes, having a good time, ice cream? Dancing around? He goes, Baskin Robbins called me and said they that you ate them down to only five flavors. <laughs> you fat fucking pig. Then, so I, I laugh every time. I laugh 20 straight times. I said, I'm going to get fired. So finally I got the takedown. So he insults me. Then the next take, he had to go to Norm. So he goes to Norm and he goes, how did you get a movie? <laughs> and they go, cut. They go, Don, you can't insult Norm as Norm McDonald. <laughs> He's got a character. Got a insulting him. <laughs> Out of character. He's insulting the guy playing the guy. God. And then he goes, okay, I, I want to say that fun. So, right. So, Saget's directing it. Oh, by the way. So, Bob Saget's directing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Okay. <laughs> Rickles at six o'clock in the morning, has all that Don Rickles energy, walks up to Saget and goes, uh, Bob, congratulations. I told Marty Scorsese, Bob Saget's directing a film. The man grabbed his chest. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, what are you doing? Do the video show. A cat fucked the dog. You got a check. <laughs> I told Marty Scorsese, Marty Bob Saget's directing a film. The man grabbed his chest. Hilarious. <laughs> he was he was like the Don Rickles energy from, you know. I, I said to him, the publicity woman, and I don't, I don't know if this tape still exists for the movie. Uh, at the end of the shoot, uh, Rickles, I said to Don, could you videotape a message for my mom? Her name is Judy. So he looks in the thing and he goes, hey, Judy, I just work with your son. It must have been fun having him. 
uh, uh. <laughs> he imitated my mother giving birth to me. Like, uh, it's like giving giving birth to a gorilla. Uh, uh. And then he goes, he's a great actor. I just saw him act. Good luck working construction. <laughs> Nobody like him. No, no, no. Nobody I, like I him. I remember I one. heard a story. Rickles was in a restaurant and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I walked past him and he said, hey, hey, Morgan, you need it in the kitchen. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm working on a character, Tracy Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I'm God. <laughs> I be God. <laughs> Tracy Morgan Freeman. Uh, yeah, no, well, again, you I, do you know the Don Rickles story about the first time he saw Sinatra after Sinatra's kid was kidnapped? Do you know that story? Oh, no. no I don't okay. think we do. Okay. Dennis Miller told me this on my old podcast. So um, Sinatra's kid gets kidnapped. He's 21 years old. <laughs> and it was kind of known amongst the community he was trying to sing, but he wasn't a great singer like his dad. Yeah. So the kidnappers in the story, they had Sinatra's son in a trunk for three days. And they and the story was the kidnappers just let him out of the trunk on a, on the side of a road, and that's how the FBI found him. They just let him out of the trunk for no reason. So, so it was in the news. Why did they let him out of the trunk? So Rickles, after Sinatra takes a sabbatical, sees sees Sinatra in Vegas like a couple of weeks later, and goes, "Frank, I'm so sorry to hear about your son. How's everything?" He goes, "It's going to be okay." He goes, "Do you see? I just saw on the news they uh, they found out why uh, why they let him out of the car." And he said, "Why?" He goes, "Because he started singing in the trunk." <laughs> <laughs> he just had his kid kidnapped. I mean, talk about the only guy who could say that to Frank fucking Sinatra. Wow. That's a great story. Yeah. Wow. He started singing in the trunk. That is a, we have never heard that. Let him out. This is for both of you. Okay. Worst death scene. Buddy Hackett this, and, this Bud, podcast. and Bud and Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 302. I can add a, a third one. Uh, no, uh, no, Buddy no. Hackett and Bud and Lou or Sophia Coppola and Godfather oh, no, 3. Uh, oh, my God. Gil? Wow. Okay. Well, again, Gilbert, you do Buddy Hackett dying at the end oh, of that movie. Oh, yeah. It's yes. with the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yo. Yo. <laughs> You no, know, I think. Hi, 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 strawberry maltage in my day. But this one's the best. Here's Sophia Coppola dying as Lou Costello. Daddy? Daddy, this is the best strawberry ice cream. Daddy? Daddy, look about. First of all, yeah. how about in Godfather Three? How about the way Al Pacino dies? That's how that saga <laughs> fucking ends. He oh. looks like Benny Hill. Hey, he looks like he does. just goes. He does. I, know. <laughs> it I, I remember when like I Johnson. saw it. When I yeah, saw it, yeah. I thought. Of Artie Johnson. Yeah, yeah. falling off the and, trike. Uh, yeah. In the raincoat. La yeah. <laughs> the red or, yellow raincoat. Or when Ruth Buzzy would hit him <laughs> with that. It would have been better if Ruth Buzzy... It would have been better if Ruth Buzzy fucking hit him and he fell off the wheelchair. I, like, I mean, if you add the Benny Hill music to that, it's like an episode of Benny Hill. He goes like this and he just falls over. Like a ventriloquist yeah, dummy. All it needed was a girl in a bra and garters 
and a cop chasing her. <laughs> Some sort of weird sexual deviancy. Yes. <laughs> no, but I mean that is like that 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 is that is let's, true. Let's we have to go through everything wrong with Godfather And nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, How Coppola, did that? Well, Coppola, I think they came to Coppola originally after two, and this is when he had some integrity. Yep. He said the only, this is a Coppola quote, the only movie that would make sense is The Godfather meets Abbott and Costello. Yeah, <laughs> right, he did say <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, he did say that. That's fantastic, which would be fantastic. <laughs> and we just Was did it. Was there a heart attack? Come into her. There was no heart attack. <laughs> There was no other. You're up here drinking sh- 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 champagne c- 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 cocktail, cocktail, sunny, sun, sun, sunny. Clemenza. <laughs> you're telling me, you're telling me Clemenza had a heart attack. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? You're telling me that Tatalia's a pimp. You're telling me Tatalia's a pimp. <laughs> What did I do to deserve such disrespect? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you never came over. My, my mother's godfather, your only child. We should do a whole Godfather 3 episode sometime. Uh, yeah. We really should. Godfather break 4. Break it down. Or a Funky Monkey 2 episode. Either one. Either one. Yeah. Okay, we're going to make you do another one. Oh, Christ. Before we get you out of here. Christ. This one, this one, Gilbert might join in because he has a similar impression. Uh, the one I was really struck by with on your Twitter page was your odd couple. Oh scene. yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll do um, I'll do Walter Matthau talking to a uh, to to a Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon is Felix. Okay. For nine months, I left alone in this apartment, all alone in eight big rooms. I was dejected, despondent, and disgusted. And then you moved in. My closest, most dearest friend. And after three weeks of close personal contact, I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. Do me a favor, will you, Felix? Move into the kitchen. Live with your pots, your pans, your ladles, your meat thermometers. And when you want to come out, just ring a bell and I'll come running into the bedroom. I'm asking you nicely, Felix, as a friend, stay out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. a goddamn good math. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. the Sunshine Boys when he goes, hello, who is it? Huh? Will you shut up? Will you keep quiet? Can't you see I'm talking? Don't you see me on the phone with a person? For God's sakes, can you act like a human being for five seconds? For five seconds, can you act like a human being? <laughs> Give him a little, Gil. Okay, come on, man. <laughs> I, well, my, one of my favorite parts in The Odd Couple is when he wants to stop Jack Lemon, when Jack Lemon's suicidal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, that's great. The and great he line. goes... Is this the twelfth floor? And he goes, No, it's not the twelfth floor. It's 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 the eleventh floor. You wouldn't get it. And then then when he hates him for messing up with the pigeon sisters, he opens the window really loud and goes, It's the twelfth floor, Felix. Okay, that first of all, that math now is unbelievable. But um 
My 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 one of the best jokes in the history of fucking movies is after they take uh, Felix takes a whole bottle of pills and uh, yeah. they're, they're trying to figure out like you know uh, what he, he Matthew keeps saying what kind of pills did you take he goes what difference does it make he took a whole bottle well maybe they were vitamins he could be the healthiest one in the room where you take it easy <laughs> <laughs> I like that one and the fu oh yeah notes yeah. on my pillow we're hey. all out of cornflakes fu took me three hours to figure out fu meant Felix hunger. <laughs> How about Gilbert's Walter Matthau? Another relevant good. impression. Yes. Yes. <laughs> can you work on, can you? He's got a Herb Edelman that'll Mike, knock you out of that chair. Mike, can John you work Bueller. on Nicki Minaj? <laughs> <laughs> do you do Nicki Minaj? No, I do Herb Edelman. <laughs> Every one of those fucking guys is hilarious in that movie. Oh, well, they're the, all Larry good. St- uh, the, the guy who plays Speed. Yeah, Larry, Larry, Larry Gelman. Yeah, Larry, yeah, oh yeah, my God. Yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I forget his name. Then there's the a guy. part where they're all leaving, and they go, you know, if if you need anything, uh, 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 if, if Felix does anything, I'm on like 75th Street. I could be here in 10 minutes. Yeah. And the other one says, <laughs> I'm on 80th. I could be here in a second. Call me anytime. And he goes, I'm going to be at the Fountain Blue in Florida. And he goes, you'll be the first one I'll call. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be the first one I call, baby. <laughs> and the Pigeon Sisters. <laughs> I love when he goes, I love when he, he, doesn't, he forgets their name. He goes, uh, this is, oh, wait, don't tell me, Robin? No, Cardinal? <laughs> he goes, Cardinal? No, both wrong t- Wrong both times. It's Pigeon. It's great. They oh, were hot. And, and same Pigeon Sisters as the show, by the way. Yes. yes. The same yes. two actors. One of them, we lost one and, last year. And oh, yeah. when Jack Lemmon says to him, he says, don't you see, I can't go back to their apartment. <laughs> I cried in front of them. And they loved it. I'm thinking of getting hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay out here and finish the weather report. <laughs> How'd you get the Pigeon Sisters, man? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. How about I, I, how about uh, uh, Mike Tyson raising the Pigeon Sisters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, I rage pigeons. Uh, the Pigeon Sisters. <laughs> I like pigeons. I like the Pigeon Sisters. I'm raising the Pigeon Sisters. Phoenix! <laughs> Phoenix! It took me three hours to figure out that few men Felix hunger. <laughs> you white pussy! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well this was a workout tell us about the new podcast now it's garbage <laughs> it's not spaghetti it's linguine now it's garbage That's just, I love throw the lousy cup when yeah. you can't throw oh, the, when yes. you can't throw the cup throw the lousy cup yeah. wait a minute now I gotta tell you when I'm gonna be home late from a bar <laughs> Uh, Tell us about the podcast. The new podcast is called Artie Lang's Halfway House. It starts in a couple of weeks. And how long will that last? About half, <laughs> about halfway to the house. <laughs> I'm on a two-year plan. And there's a documentary of some kind happening? Uh, uh, maybe, do- I, I got a lot of footage uh, of, of my... Uh, back when I was fucked up, I got footage of me on coke and heroin. That is insane. Like fucking Sundance Film Festival type tragic shit. <laughs> really? Uh, and then and then combined with uh, my transformation to a, a, a much lesser scumbag uh, and my new stand up. Yeah. So I, I I got all this footage that I'm gonna turn into a documentary. Absolutely. Fantastic. And in, in my new stand up, <laughs> I'm doing Richard Whitmark. <laughs> That's fresh for you. He's doing a reading of the original Birth of a Nation. <laughs> Gilbert's doing live readings of silent films. 
Guys, thank oh, you so Artie, much. Unbelievable. I love you. I love Dara. I love Frank. You're sweet. All right, take us out with one more. All right. Robert Shaw in The Sting. Uh, you're past posting, aren't you, Kelly? How? We usually require a tie at this table, Mr. Shaw. If you don't have one, we can get you one. Well, that'd be awful nice of you. Thanks a lot, Mr. Lanneman. Lanigan. You're going to be remembering that, Mr. Shaw. You're going to get yourself another game. <laughs> He's good. He's good. Thanks, Betty. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Love you. Love you. Love you.